Hey, I'm your host, Wes. And I'm your host, Scott. Come on in and grab a seat. Because you're hanging with us at the barbershop. No, <laughs> uh, just so, uh, uh, I don't have any energy to hit anything. Oh right man, now. that's that's for like later. We'll cut that out and <laughs> use it as a promo. This is the problem now. It's like, oh man, we know we're recording, and there's no there's no lead in, there's no fun, there's no like impromptu conversations with anything inappropriate. There could be. Said. See, there right. could be. We can totally have a conversation across the table, yeah. and not even just you know pretend their cameras aren't even right, there. right, right. Well, and then just I can oh. do that. <laughs> hey and welcome back to the barber shop that's right the show where we don't talk about hair <laughs> yeah 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 oh but uh yeah 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 we're running behind our uh recording schedule as always yeah i think it's pretty safe to say at this point that there is no recording schedule oh man we were doing so well though i feel like like right other than the lockdown we were ambitious we we got what four or four or five in before we ever published a thing yep and, and then, then we just kind of then we took a break when we locked down oh we did yeah, yeah yeah and then we were pretty consistent like every other week i think so and this is the first week i think we've missed that missed mark one yeah but here we are recording on the week that it should be issued so it'll just it, ah. i think part of the issue i don't even want to call it an issue because there are worse issues to have yeah. is our uh our family of shows just keeps growing right so i mean uh you're busy yeah so for me like every time i turn around it's friday and then i'm i'm doing notes <laughs> yeah, but can't can't record uh anything else on fridays or saturdays because you're doing notes then you record on saturday yeah you need sunday to recharge yeah and a day right and a day to spend with the wife or two or a week well here's the thing right like we're uh, i can't see that i will ever huh I can't see that I'm ever going to go back to full-time hours uh, in the store. Why would you bother? You know, I just, I can't. I mean, I made that decision kind of late last year. You know, we kind of kicked around our hours and stuff. Like the first year I was in the shop uh, seven days a week. Yep. And I it was keeping need... you busy. It was what and I needed to be. I remember yeah. the day you told me going to work is making me miss things I want to do with Kim and myself. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, so all of a sudden it's like, Oh, it's like a real job. And it was, it was a play. No, I don't want to say it was a placeholder. Cause I don't want to, no, I don't want to, no, no. I don't want to ever downgrade it's that. Not, it doesn't diminish anything. No, but not at all. yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. When you were looking to keep busy or have your mind on different things, when you really opened up and you threw yourself at it, like I did, yeah. 110%. I did. And, and right. It served a purpose and you kept yourself busy. You grew a nice business. And then right as the pandemic hits, it gives you that sure, break. Sure. But I had already been in that position yeah. where like I started to adjust things. It was like, you know, year one rolls around and it's full steam ahead. Year, year two, we're still kind of rocking it pretty hard. Cause by now we've, we've sort of established a bit of a pace. Right. So now I know that, okay. Uh, you know, at the beginning of the year for between January and December, I can count on doing yeah, X shows. number of yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. So there was always show planning and preparation in between. And then it's, you know, like you say, the pandemic did hit. And so like the show circuit, that was like all, yep, all stopped. Gone. But and I, had, you, but I had already come to the conclusion. That's like the business that I do out of the shop, because we live in a seasonal 
uh, yep. recreation or retirement community. But, you know, you know, in terms of receipts, I can do as much, you know, in four days as I could yeah. in seven. seven. So why be and here seven? And <laughs> poor grilled cheese hideaway. If they can stay in business and they're never open when I want a grilled cheese, <laughs> they're doing okay. You'll do okay. Shout out to the grilled cheese hideaway. I had soup and sandwich yesterday. You're a fucker. <laughs> I did. In fact, I had uh, one for me, one for Kim. Was it good? Fantastic. Uh, so uh, I enjoy them so much. They do great. It just does not meet with my scheduling and my time. It's like, man, you um, need you need someone to get it for you and, and bring it to me. Yeah. Oh, I know yeah, a guy so that likes to drive to Peterborough that's every true. once in a while. And I mean, we're there enough time. I got a microwave. Uh, I'll heat it up. Yeah. So yesterday was. Yo, uh, Wes. Give me a sandwich. <laughs> Kim and I both have a sandwich. Uh, each have our favorites, so we, we each kind of got our favorite sandwich, and then uh, it's tomato soup every day, and then whatever else the guys right. are, are making. So uh, yesterday there was a uh, uh, cauliflower, leek, and parmesan soup. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I had a bowl of that. Oh no, no, no. I'm a but right. You know me. I don't. <laughs> I'm not a soup guy. That's true. So yeah. What about this type of soup? Boom. Yeah. What about this type of soup? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, back to the business thing. If I can do as much in in four days as I can do in seven, then I'm going to be here four days, and and I typically wrap it around a weekend, so Thursday to Sunday. Yeah. And, but even that, now that I can be open, I really haven't been, and and I feel no shame because if you want to come in, you there's plenty of contact information for me on the door. And, yep. Reach I'm out. more than happy to make appointments for people to come in and browse at their leisure. To, to me, I don't know if you're the um, spontaneous destination, like, right? Oh, and we're here. We'll go to, I don't know. I think everybody, hey, we want to look at bar games. Let's call Wes and we'll make an appointment. Yeah. Hey, I want to yeah, yeah. go look at, you know, action figures or some kind of collectible. Let's- Certainly for people that live here full time. And it's all on the, unless it's Friday night and you're like, man, we need a new game. Yeah, I mean, right? If somebody called you at six o'clock and be like, "Hey, can we really want a game for tonight? Can we come down and pick it up tonight at like seven? You'd be like, "Yeah, sure. I'm still sober." That's kind of the way. Yeah. <laughs> I can get there with a set of keys. That's true. Yeah. No. Exactly. So there's there is a flip side to all of this, and it kind of brings us to where we're going. I think with tonight's focus of the conversation is that uh, I've had over the last uh, two years. Really, more so in the last year, have we really pushed at it? I've had more time to do work around the house. Work around the house. Yeah, inside. A some, little bit. Some inside. We did a we did a shop renovation for Kim. Right. Which is still not finished, but it's it's getting there. And then outside. This has been the year of outdoor yard stuff. yard work. To some degree, yes, because there was the the dismantling of the uh, the steel shed, which really wasn't a whole lot of dismantling. We just put it up on the marketplace, you know, as a as a come and get it. And uh, after, Free. yeah, and Gone. after, oh yeah, after something like uh, at at one point, I basically had to tell Kim to just like 
yeah just stop market is pending like it's never going to stop because i mean there was probably in excess of 70 or 80 people love free shit they sure do and <laughs> i mean where else are you when a 10 by 14 <sighs> shed comes up for free yeah 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 well it's funny too because we were it. we've been talking so you've been doing you've been doing and michelle and i have been talking, oh, talking about it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but every, um, every plan has to start somewhere right and um i got a I got a hot tub that's not a hundred percent. Don't nearly used it like the first year we got it. It was used when we got when it. You got it yeah. I don't like the thermostat on it, so it either runs cold or it runs too hot. And oh, wow. we never built a step into it, so it's a it's a big up and over to get oh, into it. Climbing in. Yep. So I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna have to like smash it and cut it and take it to the dump. And Kim had mentioned she's like put it up for free. Put, put it up for free. Somebody that, you know, just kind yeah. of tell them what's not right with it and somebody will come and take it and they'll fiddle with it and i'm like really and she's like oh yeah yeah i mean uh i wish i had <laughs> i wish i had the photo up so people could see was uh that the night that i drove down to uh i don't know that place it's between peterborough and Lindsay. it's uh, where the phone company is i can't remember the name of the damn place millbrook drove down to millbrook for a free hot tub that uh, barely it let me just say it 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 flexed the springs of the truck bringing it back and it was not an easy job to do and then we just same thing it it didn't have a, a it was a working element was gone and it needed to to have some work done and we just never got around doing it and it just took up so much room on the lower deck that finally it was like just get rid of it and we put it up and it was gone within the hour crazy yeah so I just got to basically uh, call my electrician and uh, get the power cut off to it. Right. And uh, yeah. And uh, there's mark, there's orange marker paint at the house now. Orange marker tape. Paint, oh, paint, 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 paint. Yeah. And so then I guess that means she's going to pace it out and step on. And she wants oh, to build like right. a pergola style um, two walled cool um gazebo yeah and good old marketplace um some kind lady was getting rid of four skids of older uh style interlocking brick mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you you came and helped one day so you can attest yes, to I how can attest. how much four skids of interlocking brick <laughs> uh well hundreds and hundreds it's of pounds yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's crazy i can remember we had a there was a stack of bricks in our drive well just off the driveway when i moved in with kim and for years it was what are you doing with the brick and she's like oh i don't know well she wanted to do a, a patio thing with it yeah never got around to doing it. we finally gave them away and i'm telling you what we gave away was maybe one quarter of what you just took <laughs> There's lots. I, I think I've got more than enough to do what she wants, and I got, got come on, a few ideas um, that I want to do. So yeah, yeah, it should work out well. But yeah, we moved a ton of brick. There's still a little of a pile um, in the driveway that needs some restacking, and uh, we'll get it done. And then I'll spray paint the grass orange and decide whether we're uh, get your layout established. Yeah, and then um, I think it comes down to leveling. And I talked to my one buddy and he's like, oh, you, it's easier to level up. And I'm like, but I think my yard's high. So I almost want to take it down. <laughs> but You've got a slope in two directions, though. You can slope it back away from the house and then towards your neighbor. Kind of, yeah. Which 
in, to me is ideal considering you're at the bottom of a hill you want as much drainage slope as you can get. oh we got lots of yeah, water yeah. running through our property so i do remember <laughs> i remember that can you go over to the house and check the sump <laughs> makes me nervous i had georgia check it today because it rained pretty hard i'm it just always nervous because you know the sump pump's been great and but heaven forbid it doesn't run but you have a backup i do have a backup you two of them <laughs> i know but still it makes me nervous but yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, before we go into projects of what we um, are doing currently, or Have what done, you're doing, are doing maybe, yeah, doing. yeah, yeah. So growing up, yeah, you know, as a teenager or as an adolescent, was that on your chore list or to do list? Did you cut the grass? Yes and no. It was on my list when I was when I was told go cut the grass. Right. But see, my parents. My mother of all people, uh, she just loved mowing the lawn, but she had a, like a really, really old, old, my God, I guess my dad bought it. It was old when my dad bought it. A wheel horse lawn tractor. Oh, so like rider. Hydrostatic. Nice. Like, nope. Like the yep. only pedal on it is the clutch yep. pedal to put it back into neutral, but a Ford pushed the tiller bar forward, backwards, pull the tiller bar backwards like ancient right 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 yeah, but yeah, i mean yeah. that that i think that has a lot to do with um with that so that was on my list that was um i never got my lawn cut this week me neither the rain has and uh, i didn't do it last week and guess what it looks like now well mine was brown right up until the rains came and now it's as green as our background yeah <laughs> and, i got a beautiful uh, wildflower know. assortment in my front yard i got the some little yellow thing and i got some queen anne's lace and i got something else and i'll just uh set the lawnmower to low and just wow scalp it yeah i used to be a scalper because i hate cutting the lawn yeah and then i it realized does better that I, if you it really does <laughs> it really really and then the really grass grows does. in a little thicker and the weeds don't go back as much ah there's all Sneak. kinds of theories i've been watching a guy on youtube yeah Right, he's got a special leveler, and he's putting sand on it, and then he puts dirt on it, and then oh, he that's seeds way too it extreme for me. And I'm like, you know what? I I'd like to have greener grass or a fuller grass, sure. and it's just like fuller for me, not necessarily greener. Yeah, I'm mean, like, he's spending days at this, just, yeah. and I'm like, no one even uses his front yard. This year, I've taken to. uh Cause like they say, like you should only, I think it's like, you should never cut more than one third of the length of right. your grass in one pass. Right. Well, I mean, it's a relatively new mower. It was new last year, so I didn't sharpen the blade this spring. So, you know, after using it for a season, it's maybe a little, a little dull and you know, you don't get everything on the first pass. And so rather than wait and do it again the next day after everything has stood back up. So what I've done this year and the twice, it yeah, was yeah. like the back to back. Yeah. You're crazy. I, that, that's what I said. So what I've taken to doing now, which has worked out really well, <laughs> is I mow the lawn in one direction. Yep. And then as soon as I'm done, I mow it again in the opposite direction. And it it's very nicely manicured and evenly manicured. I don't know. You yeah. got kids, man. Why are you mowing the lawn? I got kids with 10 fingers and 10 toes. I don't think I trust them to cut the grass. I am that guy. I feel like, right, or Ethan will do it, and it won't be how I want it. And I'll be like, man, don't you know how to cut the grass? And I, I'm I'm, I'm creating the, only, the same issue. Like, right, my dad would never let me touch the chainsaw. 
Yeah. We had a tree fall down. We had a chainsaw. I wasn't allowed to cut it up because my mother yeah. thought I'd cut my arm off. Fair enough. So then I didn't know how to use a chainsaw until I joined the fire department. You want a chainsaw story? Yes. You want the chainsaw story that makes me the poster child for bad safety? Well, I could probably touch base with that too, but yeah, go ahead. In 2006, here in Ontario, we had a series of tornadoes that all touched down on the same day. Right. I just happened to be at a friend's cottage in Apsley where one of them touched down. And uh, the the cottage is on one of the lakes up there. And so you can imagine that the these very mature trees like i don't know how one missed my car by a few feet like no damage to the car but it was on the day before i needed to report back to petawawa to deploy so it's like i'm on my pre-deployment leave that's the last day of leave and i need to be somewhere important the very next day and i can't get out of the driveway right because of these trees and it's like well, go talk to the neighbors, see what they got, find this old chainsaw, and I'm talking like ancient. Pro. I don't even know if it was that. Maybe a little even older. Well, it had a it had like a button primer. Yeah. Not like a bulb, a no, button. Right? Like a, yep. Like an old fashioned oil can primer. We got this thing to go the fire and there i am sawing down logs in flip-flops <laughs> but right what do you do what do you do Shit needed to be done so yeah yeah um sort of like as you say in the army you you know we you talked about before like you had you had to be certified for every vehicle you're yeah that's right yeah, yeah so when i joined the fire department there was a uh, cutter skitter course so you had to be certified reasonable. on the chainsaw so to be certified, we went to somebody's acreage and we cut his firewood. But we, I mean, right? We cut a lot of trees, and it was good. And yeah, he he had his firewood kind of fell on the uh, yeah. auspice of its training. Yeah. So I was in a new hire, sure, um, sure. no old bunker gear. So I had brand new bunker gear. Nice. And when I was said and done, I had put about seven nicks in those <laughs> pants. <laughs> I was like, catching it with the bar. Uh huh. And right. And his, you know what? His saw, it had like, it's the same thing. So, right, no hand on it. And the saw just idled enough that the blade was still kind of well, moving the, around, the, right? The one that I used was so old, it didn't even have a break. Right. No break. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. And I just kind of laugh and I'm like, oh, I have no spatial awareness of where that blade is and where my leg is. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> So it's like, right. And, and again, this comes down to me having a healthy fear of heavy, ten, heavy ten equipment fingers, yeah. um, and right. Same thing. So, I mean, I was never that guy that we didn't run a whole lot of stuff. For, sure. Sure. And so by default, my kids have lacked that ability or that training and right. My lawnmower is getting a little bit older. So it's a little finicky in how it yeah, starts. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, I'll just do it myself. You got to give it the, uh, the one, two rub yeah. and the, and I've been, a, I'm, you know, so much of it. It's like, oh, I'll just do it myself. Cause you only can ask your kids so many times. Oh. And then you just, their yeah. reliability and it's like, right. I have two dogs. So, and you have two dogs. Yeah. I mean, not, generate a certain volume of uh dog poop. They do. But it's like, man, has anyone picked it up since the last time I picked it up? 
probably oh not and it's like i don't know we are far better at that in the summertime it becomes it's a necessity right in especially if you want to use the space and this is so back to being the front yard versus the backyard yeah so i had really taken the opportunity i actually got a tiller gave up on a section tilled it right back to soil added a whole bunch of peat moss to recently? it recently last tail end of the summer oh, last, last year. year okay yeah and um put in topsoil put in peat moss i don't know how many hundreds of dollars of grass seed i what threw you on. spent on yeah, yeah i know that feeling. and it all took oh that's good it took really well and it looked good in the fall yes and then the snow fell yep and the dogs just i mean it's funny because it's their thing yeah 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 and it's i as dogs will do yeah and come spring and it melted and i'm right back down nothing no and it's a high wear spot so this is this is coming to my conclusion that maybe i would be good with a 20 by 20 (laughs) something that's needs less gazebo sure uh, of brick that i'm not gonna have to cut i don't yeah i don't see why not but and then my front yard, I you know I try and I've got I've had. Did you roll the grass seed? Like roll it in? So like, yeah, because they no. say like you should you should hit it with a roller, like a, a weighted roller, right? And no. I've done I've done roller before, but like this place, I raked the dirt over top of it after oh, I put better. it down. I literally I shouldn't complain too much because I have that strip in the front down the driveway where where cars tend to get parked in. It's the funny too because it looked really good at the start. Yeah. And now the weeds have grown into it. Yeah. I noticed that. It's even more, well, now with all the rain we've had in the last but few it's very days, green. it's very lush now. <laughs> yeah. It's very green. But um, it's one of those things where you should really, if you're going to seed, you should seed twice a year and, you know, d- avoid walking I got a buddy that says that seedings stuff. for chumps and you just go ahead and do uh, sod. Sod. That is an option too, although I think it, you know, depending on the area that you're doing, you know, if your budget allows for it. We did some sod this year, you too. You did. We did a, I don't know, maybe a 10 square feet. Looks good. Yeah, 20, except for where we uh, ran back and forth with the cement, which has got a nice little yellow yellow patch. But everything else around that is, uh, I noticed that all the blades are now, they're fully upright. Up. So Have you tried to lift it? Or I have like, not, no. no. So Pulled a couple of weeds out of it. Right. So I feel like that's doing okay. So you did when you you had to you had to you cut the grass. Did you enjoy it yeah, as a yeah. kid or no? Oh, so yeah. I mean, not really. To no. me, it was kind of a chore. And right. I mean, at that age, there's other things I'd rather be doing. Right. We had yeah. a big yard, and we had two crab apple trees. Yeah. And my mom was a firm believer. Don't mow over the the apples. You got her. Pick them up. Yep. And did she use them for anything? No, they were crab apples. They're very seldom do we ever get a good batch. We never sprayed them. We never no. trimmed the trees. Yeah. We uh oh, we had crab apple wars though. I was gonna say, because I know what I did with them when I was a kid and we used to throw them at cows. Man, we <laughs> had epic backyard uh wars with those crab apples. Well, there apples. was a spot over by well where where Jeff used to live. Yep that big hill that we all used to toboggan on and right next to that in that little wooded area was a hoardy hordes of crab apple trees and you could literally just walk through there on any given day and come out with bucket loads of them yeah yeah but uh yeah it's super interesting so right cutting the grass but you had to pick the apples (laughs) so it was like ah twofold and we had a big in-town lot it was deep so i mean and then we had a hedge 
So there's lots of mosquitoes by the hedge. Right. And uh, yeah, and push no rider, push no. push the whole thing. So it w- was not my favorite task. I don't mind it now. I, I tend to do a lot of stuff in the summertime with the with a headset on and just kind of put some music on. There you go. I'm really tuned out to what, except for when I'm you know close to the road and stuff. Is it's just like yeah, kind of head on a swivel. But right. when I'm mowing the lawn with my headset on, I feel a whole lot more kind of like. It's, it's so different now. Yeah, right? big it's, time. Uh, you can actually, yeah, kind of enjoy it. And back in the day, I guess you could put your Walkman in and stuff, and away you go. But, sure. With um, my newest cassette tape. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, you do any other kind of yard work around uh, your parents' house or no? There was no, there was no, like, no gardening, no. There was, so my mother every year would. <laughs> So it reminds me of Kim too, because Kim this year went all out with the amount of uh, flowers that she bought. This Man, year. you got more flowers sitting than you There's have. There's a plan for those. Yeah. So I mean, but it, of course, it all hinged on. Yeah. So this is the thing with the yard work is, you know, and I'm a big fan. I've had this out with Kim where it's like I know that you are about instant gratification. You want it. You have an idea and you want it done now. So, you know, projects one, two, and three will not be completed by the time four, five, six, and maybe seven have started. And then there's multiple steps in those first four. Right. And so this year I've been very, it's jokey, but it's like that serious undertones where it's like, no, one thing at a time. You can plan for all that stuff, but it's one thing at a time. You had to buy the flowers because if you hadn't bought the flowers, you weren't going to get them. So now we have all these flowers, all these hanging baskets because she wants to do new new barrels yep. with a post in them because last year's two years barrel last year's barrels yeah, yeah, yeah. did not survive. So lesson learned, we're going to do it a different way this year. So the flowers are sitting there for that. I actually have the four by four posts yeah. for the new barrels, yeah. have the new barrels. Couldn't do anything with them because the four by four posts got used as, <laughs> as a, uh, as a resting area for the shed kit that we bought back in right okay so now that this march right April, so this is right? this leans in um yeah the the tin shed is gone that's um, right yeah hilariousness ensued when they came and picked it up again if i had kim took some video from our bedroom window because she just kind of wanted to see how they were going to do right. it and as we've said before, there's a, a vacant lot beside us, and they thought that they could just take it out through the vacant lot, which is what they did. But it is so, you know, over hill, over dale. It isn't now because the guy that did our gravel just knocked the top off with the, with the backhoe. But these guys walked the shed out by hand with some timbers underneath of it. And I watching this video and you could see the one guy <laughs> face first. It's always funny to laugh at somebody else's uh, yeah, yeah, somebody else's misfortune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be like, no, that wasn't me. I just hope he didn't get hurt. Oh, I'm sure he's fine. They get the thing on the trailer and then the the driver, and I'm not sure who it was, got kind of kind of got uppity with his crew. And I don't know if one of them was his kid, but they ended up sawing the ends of the the the, 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 the carrying the carrying sticks. what they were using to to lift with they cut the ends off so that the trailer I hope they didn't have be, a long way to well this is it they at were, the other end of it they were going uh, to uh they were going out to somewhere yep nogi creek yep to the hunting camp yeah and another shed at the hunting camp which is that shed probably would have worked great for that 
But I mean, yeah. if you couldn't back up right where that shed was getting dropped, and now you cut off the foot and a half handhold, now you got to get off the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds be, like a me thing to be a fly on the wall oh right jimmy i told you not to yeah, do that yeah yeah don't you listen so i said the priority this year i think i've said it before on some of the other shows the priority this year was either a fence or a shed right we, we elected shed. and there was definitely an uptick in uh i'm by the way i'm so glad that we bought that uh plywood last year oh yeah for the stairwell yeah 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 yeah. because that would have been a thousand dollars worth of plywood <laughs> our fence this year we priced it out to do what we wanted to do to make a really nice fence was going to be somewhere in the realm of three grand and you know which is like, which is funny i think when we built our house our deck and our fence was five okay so i mean maybe i i don't know like right i can't remember and it's like oh maybe that's not bad maybe that's outrageous i don't know i i'm the same way i i haven't i don't have enough experience with with buying lumber and with building stuff to really know the biggest biggest construction project in my life up until now has been our deck extension the 14 by 16 that we use every year and we, we quite like it yeah but that's the extent of my construction right experience really so you ended up so you found a shed. You were a long time finding a shed. Found a shed online from uh, Lowe's, which was a made in the U.S. kind of. It was a kit. Shed kit, which was fine. You know, it was cheaper for me to buy the shed kit than it was for me to go out and build something comparable, buying the lumber individually. The problem is, the only store between Toronto and Ottawa that had this thing in stock was in Kingston, so. Had to rent a trailer, drove to Kingston, got the shed, put on with a forklift. You really wanted the shed. Trail well, that was it too. Trailered yeah. it back. And then uh you you guys had to come over because we had to take it out of the trailer to Piecemeal. hand bomb hand bomb the trailer yeah. and placed it on Kim's timbers for her hanging her right. hanging basket. Right. You weren't ready. <laughs> the the foundation hadn't even been put. That's out. right. So the shed was sitting on the deck, tarped by what the end of april yep yeah so here may june we're now in july as we're recording second second week of july sure. yeah second week of july as we're recording this yeah i i mean that, that's that's how and it happens. For, for the record that shed is currently in my backyard it has four walls and a and a roof the sheeting i might add still has to be shingled and the window has to be put in and some some trim pieces but We've got a building in our backyard. <laughs> you do. And I, you know what? We were there. We kind of helped. Yeah. A little bit. I don't know how no, much. No, a lot helped. of it. A lot oh, of it. man. Those directions <laughs> were terrible. As your wife says, you know, they, they have to write this stuff for the dumbest person. I guess. I'm pretty dumb. I feel it's like, like it I was... really thought the temporary beam I... that we put in was going to be temporary. So we didn't drive the screws all the way in. And then all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> where's the directions to take that out and they're, they're like not, there is there no direction any. no they're staying in and i'm like oh well that's interesting yeah so right the shed went up it, it was a whole day affair we put so like i think of all the things that we did outside this year and we and it started man as soon as we had the nice weather like the really really nice weather the first thing we did was let's do the deck furniture and i said to, to kim i said are you going to come out and help me because it's it's not hard work, but there's so much of it that by the time you do like 
when you uh, and when I say the the lawn for or the deck furniture, I mean like we have a teak patio set that we got secondhand that you know had fallen into not disrepair but it had fallen into being not maintained and it got you kids used it for painting and arts and crafts and so we bought it like super cheap like yeah. i could not afford to go out and buy this furniture well you know what i thought was funny <laughs> when you refinished it and yeah. there's the one piece that you weren't 100 percent sure about that yeah. it kind of it was missing a bolt or a nut or something it's the one the one chair yeah that's kind of the loungy and then you like looked at what a new one would cost and you're like i think i'm gonna fix it yeah get that chair out of that pile <laughs> yeah 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 which is i was like oh i didn't realize that and it's yeah. you know what you refinished it beautifully it looks as good as it ever has absolutely and um yeah so there, and, and it's a nice a, set and it's comfy to sit in not including the one that is not the the recliner that's still not done but all of the ones that we would use so that's uh for six chairs around the table plus a seventh this and the table this is the first year that all of the chairs and the table they all got done sanded them and then refinished sanded them with and teak. oiled yeah 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 oiled to the point where it looks like they've been varnished so it's got a real nice marine uh shimmer shine yeah yeah, to, yeah yeah which will be gone by the end of the season because that's just the nature of oil and right you end up doing it again anyway so that was the first thing for us right. that that was the big kicker and it was like okay that's done feel good about that yeah i feel good about that what else do you want to do last year we knew that uh the privacy fence on our deck was coming down right and, and it you... was coming down either because i was taking it down or the wind was going to take it down and right. somebody was going to there get was it. a nice um there's a ratchet strap giving it some stability right <laughs> Yeah, so in the event that it went, it wasn't going to fall towards the neighbor's house. Right. So uh, <laughs> that came down. Well, in anticipation of that, before, keep in mind, before the lumber prices went up, we bought new posts with the idea that I was going to put those posts in the ground and rebuild that privacy fence. So those posts were sitting in our garage for over a year. Right. So that was kind of the, I guess that was kind of the next thing, really. Right. So did the post sit there for a year because you hate digging holes or just time? I think it was a combination of things. Certainly time played a factor. I wasn't 100% sure how to tackle the job to begin right. with because it required a little bit of cutting. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, it all turned out all right. It did. I had to really, I really wanted to think about how am I going to do this because I don't want it because the deck is freestanding. Anything that I put on the deck, I have that's a concern that it's a freestanding deck and that could change the characteristic of how it supports the weight and because it's already built on yep. blocks and we have that quite a significant slope there i just like eh, you know what yeah Put some more thought in so it. right you you buried them and we so did the same height is that plus you've got the two feet in the ground and a little two bit feet underneath. in the ground and every so the three fence posts are now like lagged with a big through bolt yep right and you were saying the squeak is gone gone right gone so now i have a very solid uh foundation on that side of the deck and uh i'm just gonna throw it out there if you ever dig holes with wes uh (laughs) don't let him tell you what hole to dig because he'll give you the one with all the big rocks in it listen i (laughs) holy smokes i laugh at that and i mean we live in bob cajun but man i your holes were like nothing compared to mine this is it i couldn't understand I couldn't figure out why. I mean, 
let's be fair here. You and I probably pulled out roughly the same number of rocks, but yours Maybe. were like exponentially bigger. Yeah, like they were like bigger than my head, and I got a big <laughs> head. I'm like, you're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm getting rock out of the bottom, and I'm like, blah. It, they were large and i just i mean i i laugh at it now because it's funny but i'm like where are you getting them off well, I'm, I'm standing four feet away i'm four, making them behind the corner throwing them in so you think i'm yeah, doing yeah, more yeah, work yeah. yeah i'm five feet away from you i can't believe that the ground the composition of the ground has changed that much i sometimes i wonder i mean is it, it are those actually like legit rocks in the ground or is that like Hey, we built the house, we did the thing, and then we just sort of, when we put the fill in. Leftovers from the foundation. Yeah, the shitty stuff got piled closest to the house. That's and entirely possible. as we worked away, it got less. It, that could be possible, too. Or, right, you dig it out of the foundation, and then you just drop it there, so by default, yeah, all yeah, the big yeah. stuff is close to the house. Yeah, and then, I mean, the other, the other issue, which, <laughs> that stump. <laughs> it's uh dealt with yeah 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 it's i mean everybody has got that stump that keeps growing and the won't stop and you chop it down and you grind it and then the next year there's still three feet of greenery sprigs of whatever coming out of it so i mean take whatever new trunks yeah whatever wives tales you want whether it's uh you know soaking it in whatever or use buying the um think there's stump degenerator at the i don't know what there is there's all kinds of things you sprinkle it on or you drill holes and you put them you load the holes or my father-in-law was a big fan of for the gardening for weeding was uh, uh dawn dish soap and vinegar yep that's still i saw that the other day to kill grass and um, I'm like uh how vinegar. much of that would i have to mix up to put on a stump yeah um because the soap makes it stick the vinegar is yeah. bad and then something else in that one i saw that just the other day Back in the day, I used to you go if you could find copper nails and you drive the copper oh, nails yeah, into yeah, it, yeah. and the copper's not good for it. Is that something to do with the pH of the, mm, the nail? Maybe I just always heard that if you like, if you had like a million dollar view and your sure, neighbor sure. had a tree yeah, yeah. on the property line that just ruined your view, you could just go and pop some copper nails into it. And eventually the tree would die and he'd have to deal with it because they're still on his property. It's not like the days where you could just burn, like burn it out, just burn everything out. Yeah. I think some people still do, depending on where they are. Oh, bud, speaking of burning, <laughs> have we talked about your... Uh, My new fire pit? Yeah. The uh, I don't think we've talked about that on air. No, I don't think we More have. More yard work. Oh, my Lord, that I can bring up a picture. Yeah. But, yeah, so you, so, um, again, saw a video. You wanted you wanted man, a new... You had a fire pit. I really, really, But really a freestanding. Yeah. And um, you wanted to kind of redo it. So, oh, of course, you have done some um, YouTube research. Uh, yeah. Because there's that. a few guys that you follow that do, like, um, do-it-yourself stuff. Uh, yep. And this one guy built um, a there's, fire pit. There's a Shed 2.0. Look the, at the, Yeah. So, for those who are... That's yesterday morning, because we went to bed. Like, we were... You guys came over the other night, and we had just got the sheeting on. Put the dumb door on got yeah i got the mm. stupid door on the ledger board by the way was only temporary it was never meant to be there for long oh in the first place so, so did you put it back on to get rid of the gap i didn't because the reason that the doors are bowed is because of the way they sat on the pile of lumber so right. i think i'm going to put a piece on the back side of the door to, to straighten it out right 
plus there's hardware that'll lag in that goes into the the sill plate like there's a latch mm-hmm. so there we go i went to bed the other night and i thought oh it's going to be a nice day i woke up and i could see the rain through the window and i'm like oh so i ran outside and i so do our good friends on the video they can see that right they now? can see that right oh, now, very yeah. cool so i went and launched a couple of tarps over it pop the ladders up of course all the tools are inside including the drills and all the screws so and the tarps by the way <laughs> so i had to take the brace off the door to get in yeah 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 because you're not climbing through that window no exactly so <laughs> anyway that i went and did that and uh man it was uh it was i was wet by the time I right came in but yeah the fire pit that was an interesting uh outing because we'd been talking about redoing the fire pit kim had this commercially made thing it was this uh like a steel yeah yeah the square kind of stood up off the ground it was good it did it, it totally it did its thing it totally was and then uh i started watching these videos and uh this video came up about this uh, smokeless smokeless fire pit design where essentially you they were using a, a galvanized stock tank with no bottom in it, right? And what they were doing, the guy had taken a, basically a, a two-inch uh, or inch-and-a-half hole, no, two-inch hole saw and drilled holes around the top, put that down on the ground, and then around that he built a brick uh, or or paver. Facade. Yeah, so that basically creates this, like, arrow chamber between the the stock tank and the rock that where the gases that that are in there gets kind of superheated and then the the notion is that the air coming through the holes at the top creates a secondary burn and kind of re it's good science because every every high-end wood stove yep has a second burn system in it so you're getting a a cleaner burn cleaner burn yeah and uh, a more efficient burn so i mean it worked like that now we've had two fires yeah yeah now all the videos we watched everybody did did theirs they were all round and then part of the design is that it has to have this lip and and it's important that you have the lip so you're not losing the gas right at the top so kim saw this thing she's like why don't we do this steel fire insert it's got a it's got a built-in lip i'm like okay well let's try that out so we end up we end up going with a um end up going with a square design which i thought was uh i like it looks good it does it's very very attractive and uh so there it is there's our um there's our uh smokeless fire pit with the uh with the holes in the bottom and that was kind of a we had a bunch of gravel laying around from after the gravel got poured for the shed so we raked a bunch of it up and we kind of cut out a space big enough for the fire pit put down a base of gravel had some bricks left these are bricks left over from the uh where my barbecue sat right where the the sod got put down so we'd have a nice little trimmed out area you can see the crappy spot on the ground where the four pavers were for the old one yeah and now we've had a couple of fire see all the holes i drilled in the damn thing right some holes later and you know what I, i would tell you sitting there you you can see the smoke rolling back, back in back in yes. but over the paver so it's there's just enough f- flow back out the brick yeah that it, it it's pulling it over the top instead of pulling it through the holes well that that's the first fire now look the size of that fire now that is you can see the steel uh grate in there 
we're using what maybe uh, 30 40 percent of that grade right so part of the issue is it's a 36 inch inside diameter right yeah. so if you're not getting enough heat transfer from the fire out to the walls you're not getting that secondary yeah. burn so but as i say we got a, on that night we got a very good complete burn not I a lot so. of waste yeah 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 and i feel like it really wasn't smoky no either. not really but it's a really still night too yeah. right the second <laughs> last week our second fire yeah <laughs> a little bit of a different story because we went a little bigger we maybe a little bit a little wider maybe so right i where i work we get deliveries on skids and um skids make some good uh hardwood burning yeah 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 i mean whatever they've been treated with or spilt sure. on or whatever but we didn't roast any marshmallows so i'm sure we didn't didn't lick the nails yeah and then yeah anybody that gets skid delivery so we had a box full of like pieces that had fallen off so yeah. that went in the trunk and then i think i threw uh three or four skids on top of that and they all came over and we jigsawed them by up the time we had cut it all up we had a very large wheelbarrow it was good times of, it burnt for a good it long. did yeah it really did but we had a much larger fire and then uh come to find out that my steel insert Ping! is not so here i clearly it's roll it's rolled steel but I actually thought because it comes in in uh, you thought it was all one piece because it's four pieces, right? I had to screw the four yep. the four walls together. I thought each wall where that flange is, I actually thought that the rolled steel had been done on a bender. No, that's not the case at all. They've rolled it out flat, and then they've gone and they've tacked in on the bottom side. They've tacked in that flange, and if we didn't have what four or five as it yeah, started to separate it got, it got gappy we Boy, we burnt a little ever. hotter the second did it ever so the plan is to either take it to a welder or have a mobile guy come out and weld it on the backside so that it doesn't uh, or however it's got to be done yeah so that it is a solid ring never to come apart again right <laughs> learned right because i would never have told i what do i know you know what if it never gets done which is entirely possible, by the way. It's still a great looking fire pit, yeah. and it works. It works a million times better than the last one. So yeah, and yeah. then um, you got your privacy wall. We put did. Back we up. put the we put less the lumber than what you started with. How <laughs> so, that happened? So you buy this stuff, and we're excited because we just we've got the deck built, and it's like I joked about. Do you want to? Now you've seen the neighbors on the one side right yeah it's, now granted they've done a lot of work they've on been that busy house. but they they're lacking the motivation to clean up after themselves right and whatever I mean, before they did any work on that house you have to admit that it was a bit of an eyesore yep and they're they're coming along they're slow they are. and and they're taking their time in the cleanup whatever sure but again but the decision was i'd made a joke and i said you know we should just put up a privacy fence and that way we don't have to look at it and kim was like okay like, yeah dead serious yep I'm like, oh, uh, okay. And me not knowing anything about construction, kind of went, how am I going to do this? So I got those like green metal post brackets, lagged them into the deck, put up three posts and, and put a fence on it. And well, just like my fire ring, those green posts are just tack welded so like spot welded nobody does quality work anymore. Seriously, eh? like I don't want to blame that it's all from China. Well, it's just, but maybe it's not even from China. I think it just comes down to making it for the 
cheapest dollar Absolutely. that and you I can just... possibly get it so they can sell that to you for $150. Oh, big time. And big be time. like, oh, we totally screwed you over for, yep. for you know, $52 worth of steel and two, like five tack welds. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, there's the cement. <laughs> That's another story. It was doing the cement and how that worked out, but apparently uh you know nowhere in any of the videos that we watched when we poured the uh eight by 12 cement pad that they say you need to vibrate the concrete you need to shake that you shit need to vibrate it but apparently you know had we have just poured it as a four inch thick pad it would have it would have been fine but because we went with a six inch pad you know that meant we had some uh some holes and stuff your whole facebook feed is my yard Lord, work it is all my yard work look at this this is Oof. my uh let's see we got the uh Let's see. Here's a. Oh wait, I got a before here, so you can get a better idea. Here's the uh, the patio furniture, and this is like, this kind of gives you an idea of how how rough it is, right? Because this, this, I love that arm. <laughs> I love that arm. Here's. I would have kept uh, that. I would have sealed that underneath. Well, here's the thing, right? And I'll tell you. So when I say like this stuff got used for the kids, it became her kids' painting. You can see the paint right in it. Yep. yep. You look down between the slats on the table. And in the chairs, that's all still there because yeah. I am not sanding between. Oh, could you imagine like oh, yeah. flossing yeah, yeah. in there? No, thank you. So there, yeah. And there's a, one of the, the chairs, man. And that's probably a year, the first year that we had them. I think, yeah, I think that's So did you year. hit it with an orbital or like a plane? Palm sander. Palm sander. Yeah. Did yeah. a good job. I think uh, I must have. I think so. I think it did all right. Yeah. That's in your garage, right? That is in the garage. Did you ever find that bird yet? No, and I haven't found a corpse either. So, uh, so the first night I think we're there. There's this like, I know, like, and then it just wouldn't stop. And there's a robin or something in in your garage. Stupid thing flew in there and then didn't want to fly out. No. And then we're sitting at the table, and every once in a while, it was like. Well, the worst part was being in the house. And of course, when you're in the bathroom and of course it's right on the other side of the garage and all you can hear is this like Robin. Oh, could you hear it in the house through the the shared wall? Yes. Oh my God. And then it stopped and you're like, well, it either got away or died. Well, this is the thing. We'd open up the garage door and then open up the back door to the deck. So, I mean, you got two, take your point, take your roots, take your poison and stupid bird. And, uh, for two days no not a thing just kept hearing this uh you know what some people would say it would have been kinder to borrow a bb gun and just put it out of its misery well there is that but you know what i go so we shop at uh food basics uh downtown um on george yep occasionally i see a bird and it's oh in the store yeah and it swoops down on the produce we've been to the no frills up on lansdowne and seen the same thing and i'm like that fucking bird's picking at my apples. And I'm like, fucking shoot that thing. That's gross. And it's shitting. And yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a pretty good shot there. That's the, uh, that is the aftermath of the, uh, the sanding and the oiling of the, uh, the tables and chairs. So yeah, very proud of that. It looks very, very nice. It does. You also, this is probably the best picture I have because I can't find it anymore. That's the old wall or the new wall? That's the old wall. Right. But, uh, and you can see the gapping in there is not very even, and the board, some of the discoloring. The gapping's not. I just, yeah, I didn't do. A very okay, job. so but now, man, no one cares what the gapping looks like. It looks much nicer now. It does. So when we put this thing up, 
you slapped them right side by side. We bought, we picked up the lumber from the Home Depot, and I'm telling man, the fence boards were dripping, right? But you're in, you're all excited and you're enthusiastic, and we're gonna get Who this. Who lets thing it up. sit? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. I sure as hell didn't. Oh, that needs to fuck that. So the next year, no surprise. Snap. There's there's a corner busted off, and I'm when I say corner, I mean like like an eight inch, ten inch section has like snapped off because of the shrinkage right i'm like well that sucks and then it starts to get wobbly and like you say ratchet strap and the whole bit so prevent it from falling then we take it down i start digging a hole you came over the next day we dug the other two and we got the posts in go to put the whole thing back up and i'm like listen we got all the board we reused the boards the fence boards took them all off took them out to the front of the garage where we did the tables and chairs put up the, the six foot table man yeah and kim and i hit them with because we have two Tom sander we have two of them we hit them with uh they sander. look good i said are those new boards and no. i know those are old boards with new stain yeah stain them up they look put sexy them, put them back up space them out this time without more than an eyeball with a pencil with a pencil yeah so there's a pencil width between and I kid you not, we have the exact same width of coverage, less two, two boards. boards. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I have we do that. So the broken one and then the one that yeah. had the most sort of like. Warp. Yeah. Cool. Cut that one right out. So. Yeah. The, the shit like that Very or like extra parts or whatever. You're like, man, where did these come from? I thought I had to use all oh, this stuff. See, that's that whole thing about when the manufacturer's uh, instructions say read all the instructions first. I feel like that's how you come up with more parts at the end because you didn't read everything first. You didn't have the once through the overview. Show of hands who reads all the directions first. That's what I thought. Yeah, even I'm guilty. Oh, <laughs> please. Oh, no one yeah. wants to do that. I'm going to read it and then go back and start at step one. Maybe the only thing you do, like, that's how you write a test. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah, right. yeah. I am done. Done writing tests. If I got to be writing a test. I'll be failing that test. I'm not be like, oh, you really got to read it all. And then you get to the last thing and it says, write your name down and answer question one. And you're oh, done. that's stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you didn't read all the instructions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you proved me that I'm stupid. <laughs> Good going. <laughs> So, a subject that we can both relate to because we've both been by happenstance came onto this whole gazebo thing. Oh, the yeah. So different ways of building them. So there's this cool new product. I'm gonna I want to get to that because that's where I landed today. After well, actually we were at the Home Depot buying shingles right. for the shed, and guess what? I walked right by. Sure. This system. Yep. It caught my eyes months ago, and I liked them on Instagram, and then. Canadian company. Yeah. And so now it shows up in my feed all the time because, of course, I hit the like button. <sighs> but it's cool. I'll say it wrong. Is it Taiga? Toya. Toya. Toya Grid. Right. Toya Grid. And we're going to bring them up here in a minute because I think they get a pretty cool product. But um, <laughs> in so we've been uh, in our house. Kim's been there forever, but I've been in the house with her for eight years. In eight years... We've had, including the current one, which is broken, three gazebos. Not like replace the canopy, replace the curtains, the stuff that you expect to. Yeah. I'm talking replace the, yeah, the whole damn thing. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as gazebos go, you're buying 
tube steel. Maybe if you're lucky, the corner brackets are four by four, and then everything Maybe. else is inch by inch, probably less. Well, the first two that we had, the they were tube steel round, most right. of them, right? And it, the first one was nice. Like, don't get me wrong. It was a 10 by 12, so it was nice. And, and, and the price big, was economical. Like, sure, it was big sure. vaulted ceiling in it. Yep. I had my patio heater chained to the top, which I should have known better because the chain adds more weight. And then it, it ended up collapsing the frame. And I felt pretty foolish about that. So replace it the next year with another one. And then that one goes... And now that brings us to the one that we're on right now, which I thought this is great. We actually got a really good deal because it was an open box and uh, the associate on the floor got authorization to sell it to us for a hundred bucks less than the sale price. So we got this other one, which is a steel gazebo with the polycarbonate. It's got a cool roof. The polycarbonate. It's cool. Polycarbonate panels, which the first year it was great. So here's the thing. We live in Canada, you know, and in Canada, most of Canada has a full four seasons. And uh, I thought with the polycarbonate panels in there, great, just leave them up. That's not the case. No. So you <laughs> If had... you do, so wait, I should preface that and say, we probably could have gotten away with if it would have taken if we'd taken the snow off. Right. But you well, did we not. Well, we did not. And so with how the many, three... How many panels failed? Two. Now, they haven't snapped in half, but they, they just, are... The joints failed and they... Well, it actually ripped out, actually ripped out an end piece of metal, like that would would have been screwed right. in. It it broke that metal piece out. Now it's usable, but that brings me to the I'm tired of of fussing every, with gazebos every, every two years. Yeah, I don't want to mess around with them anymore. I'm tired of the same thing. We bought that, uh, and you were there last year. We bought that giant uh, cantilever umbrella, yep. and I'm I swear to that we did the right thing when we bought it was the first thing we did is we went out and we bought something like eight or nine cans of, of UV spray and we treated it. And this year I put it up and you can't tell. No, no fade, no bitter, no brittleness. So right here's our, right. So we have a gazebo back on our deck. Yeah. Just put the table on there, get sun and we take it down. We take the cloth top roof off and pack it away as every, you should good for you every year now we have a lot of pines on that side so it gets a lot of uh dripping on it yep but right and i'm not a i'm not taking that stuff off i'm not gonna wash it off but whatever and slowly but surely though when you take it off and you put it back on and you take it off and you put it back on right you're trying to stretch that fabric the thread they're using isn't great so over time you you can hear it popping. I'm like, oh, Michelle's not outside. The stitching. Yeah, she yeah, won't know. Yeah, yeah. So and the basically the pieces that you kind of pull. It's it's a cloth pocket. Yeah. That goes over. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. and yeah, that's yeah. what holds it there. And then it's all kind of friction fit. Yeah. Well, this year two of the pockets failed. Oh. And what uh, the screening that's at the top is brittle, so that's supposed yeah. to keep the that's your airflow out. Yep. And it's supposed to keep the bugs out. Well, it's got more holes in it than whatever. And I would think another season and it's not going to go. So now I'm at this debate of, hey, can I, some, can I somehow sheet the roof? The one that you have now? The yeah. existing one? Somehow sheet it and change it into a plywood top or whatever. I said the same thing to Kim with ours. Or Replace with the, those polycarbonate panels with plywood. Or with the weight not work well and that's where i kind of have some trust issues or with. and like or could you ever find a replacement 
canvas and they all say they have replacement canvases sure until you go look or you waited too long yours lasted too long and right. now that oh, model's discontinued yeah and now it's five square inches bigger so the new ones don't fit yours or smaller or whatever this so then you're it, like right? okay well tear it down throw it in the recycling buy another one and buy another one this I say with these commercially made gazebos, like the ones that we're talking about, the the tube frame canvas ones, you almost have to, like, if you're going to take care of it, which you have, you're almost like, do I just go out and the year that I buy it, there it is on the shelf. There's the replacement canopy. You just buy another canopy when it it's brand box. new. Yeah. Do you do that? I don't know. I'm a firm believer that things, even new in box. Yep. Still degrades yeah over time for sure yeah so if you get three years or four years and when you pull out your new one on year one and you only get two years out of it you're like oh that's weird but in my years of selling boots and the understanding of polyester polycarbonates it's all off gassing 24 7 deteriorating yeah, yeah, yeah and you know these guys that get ahead of their boot allowance and then they pull a pair of boots out that they bought five years ago, thinking, I, oh, I got another. And the, the whole sole falls off like a piece of chalk. Yeah. And you try to explain to them. It continues the, the to nuance decline. Of, of chemistry. <laughs> yeah. And right again, I'm not a smart guy. But right, you're like, well, you know, the, the rubber and the polyethylene has been off gassing for five years. Yeah, yeah. And you haven't wore them at all. It's probably worse that you haven't wore them than if you just worn them right through. Or, or leap. I'm a, I tell more Rotate guy, your boots. Yeah, leapfrog. Yeah. Wear them for six months, get into that one. And then, and right, and you're probably going to get more time out of the soles on Dude, all of them. Dude, basic training, two pairs of boots. Better have a pair marked A and a pair marked B. On Monday, everybody better be wearing A. And on Tuesday, everybody so, better so be wearing B. they tell you that, eh? They do. See, smart people. It's only ever enforced on basic training. Right. But, uh, but that's smart. Yeah. And, I yeah. mean, right, hopefully, I have a couple friends that, you know, they've done different things, construction or mechanic, and they're like, oh, you, you know, it's good to have two pairs of boots because if you have a car like puke its entire load of oil on your yep. other pair they're yep. not going to drive for days no no exactly so you've got something else to, to yeah. go to and lo and behold he was a firm believer that both pairs lasted longer interesting hmm. i think so because i mean you're getting the same like if the boot let's just say three years was the benchmark if the boots lasted for three years and you're rotating them you get six years work the boots work boots work boots <laughs> or army boots army boots okay because work boots you're being unrealistic yeah i mean there's a lot of scenarios i'm just I... i'm just putting it out there your work boots you might get three years <laughs> somebody who actually works <laughs> mm. not not to begrudge your style no, of work no, or the, of how not. hard you're working i don't care <laughs> here's a funny story <laughs> so uh i don't work hard but when boots go on clearance, when they're not longer style numbers done or whatever, sure. they get priced down, right? And sometimes you'll see a great deal come across. Boy, I can in, use a pair of those. In your size. Yep. So I bought a pair of tears, the first pair of full metal free. Yep. Got them for nine eighty eight. Sorry, nine dollars and eighty eight cents. Eighty eight cents. <laughs> That's a and, steal. And, right. I like right. I go like to your house to help you and i'd wear my work boots and right 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 christine right. or i'd go help somebody pour some concrete and wear them and be like they'd, not, they'd be nice and they're like oh those are too nice to pour 
concrete. And I'm like, ah, man, they're 10 bucks. Don't worry about it. Yeah. $10? What? So then oldest son starts working when he's 13 or 14 doing some landscaping. So I'm like, oh, man, just wear my boots. Right, 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 right. You know how long those boots lasted in real work? Year. Months? (laughs) Weeks? Weeks. Weeks. And the soul snapped into, fell apart. But right, but this was the thing is like, right? Sure, sure. Occasional use. And I mean, I had them for four years. Yeah. And they were pristine and they weren't. <laughs> as soon as you put a real day's worth of work in them, they're like, oh. Right, right, right. So, gazebos. did you show up? Did you? Post- I have not. I no. haven't brought it up yet. I'm, I'm going to, though. Yes, yeah, so we were busy talking about gazebos. So, yeah. this is yeah, the yeah. solution. So, what? Well, <laughs> So no fancy joints. We've been we've no been, uh, dovetails, no nothing. This, well, this system, is the, the Toya system, it's all uh, it's all pre-cut. So like you don't need. There's no cut. It's zero cut. The only cutting you need to do is decide how tall you want the thing to be. They sell the lumber too. No, I thought you you, have bu- to, you buy your own lumber. Yes, but the way that the the joint system is made, they're all flat. So let's say you want to put in a, a corner brace. You buy the corner brace brackets, you cut the straight piece of lumber right. to fit in the brackets, and then you, you poke it in, and then there's places yeah. to put your uh, yeah, yeah, your, yeah. your bolts or your legs. So we came, we came about this as we were buying the shingles for the shed, and then, because I said to Kim, I said, I'm tired of, like I say, I'm tired of futzing with these things. Why don't we put a pergola on the deck? Right. And she was like, I don't know, and then we got watching. More weight. It is more weight. We got watching a bunch of videos and then we kicked around the idea of do we build a pergola that ties into the house? Because the exterior of our house below the bedroom window yeah. is brick. Yep. So we could lag into the brick. Yep. But then it's like, what do you want to put on top of it? And she she laughs about her grandparents used to have like a three season room which had the corrugated plastic or the I guess go get tin polycarbonate. Go get galvanized, whatever you want. Again, though, trying to save weight, right? So the polycarbonate panels, which are true polycarbonate panels, not the honeycomb like is on the gazebo now. So I actually sat down yesterday. I kid you not. There is a full set of plans that I drew up for a solid lumber gazebo with polycarbonate panels starting at 10 feet at the house, sloping to eight feet. So, and again, you're not screwing, you'd screw a pan, um, a ledger board. Well, this house. is it. So that's what I would do. At 10 feet tall, you would want to put a ledger in. But at that point, it's now I've got to cut through siding. That's not a West job. That's no. a contractor thing yeah. because I am not skilled enough to know how to cut the siding so that I'm going to hit the timbers of the Have house. Have you not seen my house? I'm still missing Ooh. siding on the back side of my house. <laughs> when I took it off to do that job, and then I was like, how do I fucking put the siding back, back on? on? Well, the stuff I read said you can you can cut it out and then you can you can cut stuff off to fill it back in with J, J trim. And I'm like, I J, don't think that this J what? Is, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'm like, well, let's go back to the idea of freestanding. Solidarity. Yeah, brother. exactly. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what brought us to this stuff where with this um with the Toya system, you can actually so this is this is just their homepage yep. here, but let, here let's go to the kits here. Let's go, uh, and you can see, like, look at that. You can lag right into an existing wall. Yep. And I thought, well, that takes a lot of weight off of the right. house, and then so now I can go same size. I can go like ten feet by so twelve. Even with all those fabulous, I keep looking at those sales too. Yeah. 
And I'm like, well, does that fix the problem or is that just and I mean now the fabric's all probably UV and... Oh, it's totally UV rated and treated and <sighs> but are you right back or are you just better to put a roof on it? Well, I think that it comes down to a stylistic choice. Like we sat out the other night in the rain after we stopped working on the shed and we sat under the gazebo and I had a beer and Kim finished her yep. her uh white claw. Yeah, her white claw. And it was raining. Black cherry. But we were like You were dry. But yeah. if it was just a sun sale. But here's the thing. I think that's the exception and not the rule, right? Because how much time do we spend outside in the rain to begin with? Because to get to our yard, you gotta run out. There's no door to the outside off the back right. of the house. You you've got to go outside. And at best case, you open the garage from inside the house, cut through the garage. Right. So I said to Kim, it's more of the See, our setup would be you I would, guys. I yeah, would put with that the slider right there, and the roof would go, and there'd be flashing, and you'd not have a leak there. And <laughs> you would do you would probably do great with one of these on the wall and just run the whole length of your house, like the whole length of your deck, right? And then run it out. But this uh, this kit, which uh like I said, we saw all the uh the parts in the Home Depot. So something like that for you, Scott, maybe like that, yeah, that size, the with the red roof there, the long one, but I think I think this may in fact be the way that we're gonna go. Right. Not lag to the house, just a single four post, right? Ten by twelve with a sale. Yeah, with a sale. With a sale. You um, should do the bottom one and then you can weave the sale in and out. I saw that in white gauzy fabric. Well, this is the thing. It'll like, up your game like a hundred percent and you'll be like, let's go sit under the pergola and look at the stars. Like I said to you. should be like you're so romantic Uh, you're like i know i i said to her with this kit though it's like kind of best of both worlds because like let's say if you because she's like well you can't sit underneath that in 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 the rain i'm like no you can't because it's it's perforated yep i said but that doesn't mean you can't throw polycarbonate sheeting up on top of that and screw it right into the timber because you're buying your own timbers and she's like oh i said the only issue with that is now you have no slope so you don't have the same drainage that you would if it was. Yeah. But I mean, if you do it at like 2%, it's going to run. Yeah. 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 And I think for, for plumbing, it was something like uh uh inch and a half for every uh five feet or 10 right. feet or whatever. It's not very much. No. It was enough that when I was, when I, in my design, I figured out that I could get away. It was, it, it was going to be 84 inches at one end and 80 two inches or something or 81 inches at the other end negligible yeah but then it just becomes like this monstrosity of a structure and if i do it at a lumber like 100 percent lumber with like stringers and purlins then it's this like crazy amount of weight and then i'm like well that kind of is offset by the the concrete we just put in the holes with those new posts it's very solid there yeah now. yeah yeah but i honestly think that uh the next construction project if there's going to be another one this year may in fact be a pergola. So, but we'll see. I mean, you can get another year out of your gazebo. That is something that was also talked about. You, you we get the rest of fails. this year. Well, you wait until it fails. If or... I waited for that fence to fail, somebody would have got hurt. Yeah. So, I mean, now here's the question. Are you going to go talk, take those panels out this winter? Fuck no. no. So you'll have a few more fall. You'll be like, shit. Nope. Nope. And at eventually this point, you won't be able to put them back up. I guarantee you. And then it's pergola time. I guarantee you that by the end of the weekend, I'm putting this out there. So uh, I guarantee that by the end of the weekend. So before, before this episode actually airs, I guarantee that my wife and I will have a conversation with all finality that a decision will be made 
before the end of the weekend. I'll take those odds. All right. So watch for that update when Wes eats his shoe. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. She'll be like, what do you think? And you'll be like, I don't know. As I say, the local hardware store has something like that. Or as I say, if you're trying to control cost. Yeah. So they've got that overhang at the hardware store. Is it just like a, a crank out awning? No, nope, it's steel up to the building. Yeah. So four feet, whatever. And they put some of their, they use it for storage and stuff. You drive by, you'll see it. And then where it runs and then where they have their four by four down as the support, yep. they're using more of a galvanized powdered um, instead of like the four by four square, they're using like a T style joint. So then it 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 comes so goes down six inches, probably two legs, yeah. comes up, tees both ways, two more legs to the left, to the right. And I oh, imagine okay, you're okay. doing that maybe on the other side as well. I'm sure that there was something I'm sure in their uh oh my lord, in their actual just their this, and I struggle with the cost because you know what well there so if that's you knew, the thing knew anyone that could do fabrication, you that's could, I'm sure that's shit cheap. So you're talking but, like something like this, but it's, it's not, but it would not, you're not, it's not an ins, it's not a male, female system. No, it's that. Yeah. But flat. Oh, just flat stock. Yeah. 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 I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Back sure. in the day, they were all silver. Yeah, there was yeah. L brackets, T brackets, but these are all big, galvanized, big black powdered. Yep. And the, yeah, yep. not all the angles were there and things like that, but they do quite a bit of that there as well. Sure. But, sure. I mean, that all looks super cool. It's all right. A, it's all been engineered. Uh, it's all rated. So, I mean, versus going to the guy that does <laughs> your mobile welder. Well, there you go. Right. I mean, uh, his cost, I mean, may not be that much, but his time and his skill. Right. That's where you're, you know, that's what I struggle is like, man, if you had like, right, to just go get the appropriate gauge metal, have a bender, yeah, weld it, nice full weld, that stuff's not, the return on cost Well, again, that is ridiculous. Again, that's all like the fire pit. That's all rolled steel yep. that's been welded and then uh, dipped in whatever the, yep. the, the powder coating or whatever that coating is on top of it. But I mean, right? It's been rated. It's it's engineered. Yeah, because it's a building material, so That's it's right. not like it's just slapped together. Yeah, but I don't know. Those green post brackets sure feel like it. They snapped, and not even at the. But not only you know the what? Weld That's rig. what's holding my back fence. We just put uh, how I mean, and that's what uh, six eight. That's over twenty feet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now again, we don't have a. We're not a solid fence. We're in every other board. Yeah. So more yeah, wind yeah, yeah, blows yeah, yeah. through so that it doesn't have that sail effect. Right. And that's been there 20 years. Now, again, is the fence starting to finally get a bit of lean? Maybe. I don't know. But uh, that's all we put in. Now, I don't think we used the green ones. I think we went and got big old scary galvanized ones. Sure. So they're probably a little more robust. Maybe. And that we'd leg them into the rock back uh, there. Well, that makes a huge difference because like, anything that's on our deck is literally just screwed yeah. into the into the deck boards, boards. so right so that's and that again from everything else that i've looked at that's another concern is like you know if you're not lagged to the joist which i'm not going to be able to put a four by four po post you won't get four screws into the to the edge of can a, you go under and add 
structure? You know, I probably could. But given, do you remember what that looked like before there was a deck there? No, no. I haven't known you since there was a deck there. When we were digging those holes, I don't know if you happen to look underneath the deck at the house to see, like, there's inches there. There's not, you could never get underneath there to. You couldn't, and I couldn't. Somebody could. (laughs) Ethan could. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe get in there and leg that shit in. Just, you know, get him to, you know, starve himself for a couple of days. uh, We'll scrub him down with. uh, Lube him up with some butter. Vaseline butter and be like, whoo. If you see anything else like uh, phone chargers or forks under there, grab them while they're yeah, under there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can keep the change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you guys? Do you guys have any uh, summer construction projects or COVID construction projects that you've got on the go at your place? I'd love to hear your uh, horror stories about uh, lumber and building materials. Cause I'm sure everybody else is having a much better time than us. <laughs> yeah. You think so? I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of handy people. My father-in-law has said to me repeatedly, geez, Wes, you're pretty handy. And I keep saying to him, nope, no, I'm not. And he's like, oh, yes, you are. Compared, like, Isn't this, that's the scary thing. Compared is, to what? Yeah, to him. <laughs> to him. But he's done, like, he's, he's like, he's done timber framing and he's done, like, other, like, jobs. He worked at Swedfern and made furniture. Like, he's got his one, way that around was one, tool. Yeah, that was one step away from Ikea, though, at Sweatburn. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, right, modular furniture. But, right, I mean, he understands tools and That's stuff. Right, yeah. But, yeah, it's not always scary when you look at somebody else and they're like, yeah. If somebody looks at me and says, I'm handy, then I'm like, there's a what world, does that say about you? There's a world of trouble. <laughs> yeah. And that's, as I say, right, I just, um, that's where I sit. I just, like, it just needs supervision. Yeah, and somebody to tell me when I'm doing something wrong, and then other than that, I feel fair. And then tell me how to use the tool correctly, right? And I think you have an appreciation for uh, this with the shed. Absolutely do. How to keep it fucking square? Oh man, just those little nuances. I'm like, what did I miss? How do I get this wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How am I? How am I now? Two and a half inches here versus half an inch over there. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that. I'm not. I'm not skilled enough to to know the the all the nuance there. I know that it is not, and like, knock on uh, presswood, I guess it is. We lucked out with a lot of the the stuff with the shed where it's like even doing the forms. And I was terrified. Just to, I've never done concrete forming before. Not only have I not done concrete forming, I u- I used recycled lumber from the old platform from the old shed for your yeah. And the forms, by the time we went to square them up and I put the tape corner to corner, it was only out quarter an inch. Yeah. Which. You were happy. I I am. And I mean, even putting the shed up, you weren't there when we put the sheeting on, put the roof, the sheeting on the roof and uh, on one end, on the front and the back, the overhang, it's perfect. It is perfect. It's like a quarter inch or half an inch the whole way down. You go up the sides and you're like. Mm. How in the hell is that crooked? Right. I don't know. Like the walls right. are in? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. But it is pretty cheap, like OSB, <laughs> thin OSB yeah. walls and stuff. So God only knows. One more shout out, because I feel like we're wrapping up here. Yeah, uh, sure. Vile Groove uh, just released their physical uh, CD. Oh, let's see that. Let's see. You probably can find that too. So you can go to Bandcamp and... Um, you can buy that, or you can probably give a shout out to Docking Bay 95. I don't know if that's... We've got a few copies left. If you give Hank a, a DM on um, 
Docking Bay 95 Toys and Collectibles. Is that right? Docking Bay 95 Collectibles, yeah. Collectibles. He will certainly ship you a copy of an old school CD with some cool beats. Oh, my Lord. You think I could find this? Might even throw a sticker in if he's got any left. See if I can find them here. On Man, the... it was in your Facebook feed. There we go. Maybe you should just hit play. Maybe. And that can be our fade out. <laughs> do we have it? Yeah, let's do it. Of course. Here, let's do that. So enjoy this we'll let it play for a couple minutes and uh this is uh hank uh isn't that terrible um what's his last name yeah i want to say mcguire but it's not mcguire mclaughlin thanks bud uh halifax uh canada and um Living the dream and spitting rhymes. Um, enjoy it. I'm Scott. And I'm Wes. Cheers, guys. All right, catch you next time. All in a twist, time in a line, soul in the wrist. Put up man boobs, thyroid leaking. Ballpoint sketch like a fanboy peeking. Open in the middle, close to both ends. I'm a villain to my family, I'm a hero to my friends. Grasp with the last draw, send it to his skin. Juxtapose foes who just oppose this. Hey, thanks for hanging with us at the barbershop. You can find us on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Please like and share us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter to stay up to date on all of our shenanigans. Hanging at the barbershop is a Sawcast production. wanted to start a podcast but you didn't know where to begin maybe you'd like to try podcasting without having to invest in any recording equipment do you have an idea for a show but you're not sure how to develop it let sawcast productions take care of all of that so you can focus on what it is you want to say sawcast productions offers podcasting solutions ranging from recording and basic editing to fully produced episodes complete with all the audio embellishments of a broadcast quality show when your show is ready Sawcast Productions can distribute it too. Contact us online today. So, what do you want to say? <laughs>